Dealing with trauma is hard because it's less about getting over it and moving on as it is about accepting it and knowing that it's a part of you. But by finding connection and sharing our experiences with each other, we can learn that we're not alone in that struggle, even in a galaxy far, far away. We're talking about Jedi Fallen Order. What's up, everybody? Welcome to 3VO, where we're all on the same team. I'm your host today, Jordan. And I'm the other host, Existential Dread. <laughs> and if you're new here, <laughs> we are just two big old nerds that just love, absolutely love video games and love talking about them. So if you two have a deep passion for games like us and Existential Dread, apparently, this is <laughs> definitely the podcast for you. Today, we're going to be talking about the Star Wars title, Jedi Fallen Order, but before we jump into all of that, as usual, Brendan, how have you been? I have been. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we uh, <laughs> we uh, we just got off of the uh, holiday weekend. We did Thanksgiving first uh, one. Thanksgiving, uh, which is the first of the holiday season. Uh, so a lot of time spent with family. Um, I also met with my baker for my wedding uh, coming up in February this weekend. So exciting! Um, sorry, I met with the baker this weekend for my wedding that's coming up. In February. <laughs> um, so, like, I, it, was a, it was a busy weekend, but it was mm-hmm. good. We got a lot of rest in. I played a lot of the, the game that we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a tattoo since the last episode. It's so good. It's so cool. Sorry to audio listeners. I, I don't know if it's going to ding. <laughs> we'll post it on that. We'll just post yeah, it Yeah, we'll throw it up there. Because um, it's, it's nerdworthy to be on our Instagram. Very nerdworthy. Um, so, yeah, I've just been keeping on. There you go. Yeah, how about you? Uh, it's been It's been good. A lot of time being put into playing this game. It is, I forgot, it's such a long, long game mm-hmm. with so much shit you gotta do mm-hmm. to it. That literally, I, I wrapped up playing it this morning. Ah. <laughs> so, there's that. Uh, then just work. Also, getting more involved with, like, some of the planning stuff for the wedding for you guys yes, and whatnot. Course, which yeah. is very, very exciting. It gets cooler and cool. It gets more exciting the closer and closer we get. We're, like, 65 days away. It's so... As of today. Close. And I am the most excited flower girl you've ever met. <laughs> my dad is still talking about how awesome it is that you're going to be a flower I am thrilled. You have no idea. This is the best. So great. I'm so excited. Uh, but for gaming news, fairly excited. We'll, we'll start with a positive thing here first. Uh, very excited. Uh, finally got to pick up the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was on sale and the wife was just like, get it for yourself. You've wanted this. Nice. I'm just like, you're right. Nice. So I grabbed that. Um... Another little thing I kind of want to mention off the top here. Um, this isn't necessarily going out to anybody in particular online. It is. Um, just because you call something a gamer word doesn't mean it's not a slur. And if you say it, just say sorry and fucking move on. I have no idea That's what you're all. actually talking about. There was a bit of a, there's a bit of a thing online where uh, 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 sort of, and I don't mean this in a, in, a, in, a, in a diminishing way, but like sort of a smaller end streamer was on like a charity stream. Uh-huh. Um, he called another player the F-slur. Uh-huh. And instead of just coming online and being like, that was bad of me, I'm sorry, I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. He called it a gamer word, which is apparently a thing for whenever people use uh-huh. a slur online. Oh. And and uh, act and, and did the and did the full on like, I got gay friends, so I can't be homophobic. Nonsense. Oh, that old song and dance. Yeah, that whole wonderful mm-hmm. thing. So just stop using the words. Like, why are we still doing this? Oh, and also tried to pull the defense of like, well, I didn't say the N-word. Because that's the only slur that exists in the, in the English language right. or any, or any right. other language for that matter. 
So, yeah, just been a decent amount on, 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 on my time this weekend on Twitter, just, like, <laughs> having to explain <laughs> why it's bad that he said that word. That's so, that's so nutty. I know. Oh, man. That we're still, that we still have to argue these things. Well, I hope that that streamer kind of maybe comes around and realizes, maybe I shouldn't have doubled down on this. Maybe I should just own up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, I, I, I have a little bit of sympathy at a certain point, because there's some of these things, like, I grew up. In, in, a, in a time frame in like high school and middle school and stuff where like saying that was still kind of accepted for the most part like it was it was it's never been okay to say yeah, right it's never been okay but mm-hmm. it was something that just got passed around so much that for a long time it didn't hit me as hard right as it does now really knowing like the damage mm-hmm. that those words really really do have on people mm-hmm. and so when people i have respect for people who are trying to remove those kind of words from their vernacular mm-hmm. but when when you say it and you get caught up in it just say sorry and move on. Like yeah, this would not have yeah. been a big fucking deal have to be if you thing. had just said so- if you just said something and moved on from it. Yeah, it's kind of weird being uh, a person that might be called that slur. Right. Um. It's weird because in the gay community, it's it's kind of tossed around, not unlike the N word. Right. But it's still uncomfy to me. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I still don't use that. But like sometimes when I hear it, like out of a drag queen or something, I'm like. Blah! Like, yeah, I so it's a weird like kind of middle ground I find with the F slur. Yeah, well it's yeah, and it, and it's like I'm I'm bisexual and I do not feel comfortable throwing it around or saying no, it to my friends. Yeah. Like that, it's just uh, it feels icky. I don't I don't really I don't think anyone should be using, but like like you said, I don't really come down hard on anybody who is like an active part of the yeah. community. Saying I don't it. think it's. On the same level as the end. No. Like, by no means. Yeah. Let's and, make that clear uh, yeah, really quickly yeah. here. We're not saying, like... <laughs> not the same at all. No, no, no. Different <laughs> different levels here, guys. We understand that. Way we know, different. we know, we know. Yeah. Hmm. There was something else we wanted to mention kind of at the top of this thing. Yeah, so in the last episode, we mentioned that we were going to be putting together a Patreon that our lovely listeners could subscribe to uh, to contribute a little bit uh, to us in our endeavors and maybe maybe keep the lights on around here. (laughs) So we are still very much in the planning stages of setting that up, but you will be hearing more about it as we get closer to actually launching the Patreon page. uh, And we will be giving out details um, as far as like what tiers you can subscribe at, what perks you might be getting. Um, So more on that later. Nothing really to announce right now other than we're still working on it. Still look forward to it. Mm -hmm. And and with that, please, if you have any thoughts or ideas of stuff you'd like to maybe see from us, understand we are limited in our budget and our capabilities and resources right now. However, feel free to throw out ideas to us. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and just let us know. Because we're brainstorming ourselves here. So is there anything you think would be kind of cool to see from us on there? Mm-hmm. Um, then as long as it's within reason of things that we can do, feel free to let us know, please. You can always write suggestions on the back of $100 bill and send it in to us. And we will definitely take the time to read your suggestion and maybe put it into practice. If you send it to us on money, we will definitely read it. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> All right, now that all the pleasantries are out of the way, let's jump into Jedi Fallen Order. In Jedi Fallen Order, you play as Cal Kestis, a young Padawan who has lost his connection with the Force and is trying to regain that connection again. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to this game in terms of like the gameplay, the exploration aspects, it's it the, how it just feels like Star Wars. We were talking about it a little yeah. bit earlier, so mm-hmm. I want to definitely jump into that while yeah. we're on here. Yeah. Um, something that didn't hit me the first time I played this game, or even like the second or third time, was only on this run-through of playing it. 
that the themes of like dealing with trauma and using empathy as a way to connect with people and understanding their pain and where they're coming from mm-hmm. is so amazingly prevalent. And to mm-hmm. get and to get subject matter like that in something like this from a AAA title, from something that is as commercial as Star Wars is, it just maybe it's the year we've had. <laughs> And like my growing, and like my growing theory, and my growing theory, my ever growing theory that like empathy is kind of dead and we don't teach it anymore to people. Ah, mm. Um, it was just really nice to kind of see some of those ideas and virtues like re like kind of put back into like certain like mm-hmm. uh, modern uh, lexicon again. I guess um, this was your first time playing this game, right? Mm-hmm. So just impressions, first time out. Like, what 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 are your thoughts? So. I was one very impressed uh, with the game, the game play, um, the the ease at which it was to like to pick it up. Because mm-hmm. the last the last game that I played was, or the last Star Wars game rather that I played was Force Unleashed. I want to say okay, and I was on the Wii, and that was when motion controls were a thing. Yes, so <laughs> it was very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, now I liked that game a lot, uh, mm-hmm. but it was very different from this one. Um, the other previous Star Wars game that I played before that one was Shadows of the Empire, which was on the N64. Oh my god, I remember that game. Call that game. I remember that game, which yeah. Which does, does not feel like a Star Wars game it at all. It, really it feels doesn't. like Turok, but I digress. <laughs> True. Um, True. I really, really loved this game. <laughs> and one of the things that stood out to me a lot was how big it was. I thought it was going to be kind of, not like itty bitty but like smaller in scale yeah yeah you know kind of like more like go to this planet do this thing go here do this thing go here do this thing you know and but like much smaller scale i didn't expect there to be like a lot of backtracking picking up the powers platforming like i i was very surprised honestly pleasantly surprised by by the caliber uh of game it was well especially with your previous experience with it like force unleashed as the Mm -hmm. prime example for me which i played the crap out of i love that Uh game too it is, there's exploration and there's, like, stuff to do in it, but it's it's still very linear. Linear, in terms of right. It's, like, mission one is this, mission two is this. Yeah. And it's, like, you don't have, like, a hub. You're not, like, te- like you know, transporting yourself through different worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, and just, like, and it this one also has that feeling where it definitely could have been just, like, a very linear track oh, yeah, of just, like, have. going from mm-hmm. A to B to C to D. But it's, like, it really does. And it's a cool way to make the galaxy sort of, like, feel bigger in a way by making yeah. you go like no 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 now you go here okay and then i go back here mm-hmm. and here and here and it's also a master class on like level economics mm-hmm. in terms of like how to design your levels in a way that you can just like make it multi-purpose use and whatnot yeah absolutely it's just like every time you go back to either zepho or kashik or something like that it feels like it's just a whole new area mm-hmm. but it was like it was always there and mm-hmm. locked behind like certain right. abilities and things right. like that but yeah it was just really fun absolutely. i just love the i just love the level design in the game if if it was a 2d platformer it would be a metroidvania 100% to be honest yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it does a lot of that like kind of open world you can kind of go wherever you want yeah. aspect mixed with but you can't get to there until you go here and get the thing to go back here to open the gate to, to you know that yeah. whole that whole song on amps it, it plays it plays like a Tomb Raider or an Uncharted mm. in a way that it's just like the exploration and like running around and stuff like that and finding things and gotcha. gaining abilities and going back and then jumping forward again mm, yeah. it's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And so with that, let's just start let's just start talking about this fucking game. Yeah. This is just it's such a it's such a good game. Let's just get into it. 
Um, so starting off in the game, you start off as Cal, who has been who has been sort of left on this not left. He he's, he's been surviving on this planet, working as like a junker of sorts, basically ripping apart spaceships and whatnot. And your first introduction to one of my favorites, uh, tragically, in the game is a character named Prof. Prof. Yeah. Who's very very it was very cool. Mm-hmm. Aptly named, no subtlety in Star Wars, Prof Professor. <laughs> yeah. He's sort of totally. your tutorial character to get you used to running around the game and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just nice. But it also goes with that Star Wars thing of like introduce the mentor, kill the mentor, move forward, da 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 da. Yeah. Um very to, Star Wars. Yeah. Just to kind of use this as a use use prof as a jumping up point. Um something I realized going through when I was making the outline was that it was like, okay, now obviously we gotta have our section for like naming our favorite characters and whatnot. Not a lot of characters in this game not too many like you never feel like but this is a game that could very much feel like get cluttered with like trying to have too many things happening in terms of like characters mm-hmm, and whatnot mm-hmm. even there's even less characters i'm seeing than you've put on this outline because one of them is put on there twice <laughs> i was i was just <laughs> listen for this game we asked the question who's your favorite character and why is it bd1 yeah so <laughs> A hundred percent. So before we get to BD one, I want to I want to say sure, something at the absolutely. top of this. Really, um, it's important to kind of tell everybody who's not familiar with this game at what point in the timeline this game takes place. That's a very that's, very good point. It's really important. So this is You're happening right. in between movies three and four. Yeah. Um, not in chronological release order, but in actual canonical Star Wars order. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. In between episode three, which is uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, is it? I think so. Something, something. Revenge of the something. Wait, yeah, yeah. No, is Phantom it? Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. I believe you because I am not a, a Star Wars aficionado. Anyways, in between that one and Episode Four, A New Hope. Yes. Because hold on, no, sorry, no, is it Five up. Revenge of the Sith. No, Six five is Revenge of the Sith. N- no, five is Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Six is Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yes. There we go. We got there. <laughs> I had the VHSs when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, me too. In uh, the like, awesome. three pack. Yes, with like the, the gold the faces on the side. Yes, and the gold like shimmer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, so that happens track. in between episode three, Revenge of the Sith, yes. and episode four, A New Hope. Uh, so it's after the purge of the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Order, uh, Order 66. 66. It's like. I don't know if they actually say, but it's like it's a decent amount of years because mm-hmm. when they, when it happens, Cal's a like a teenager, mm-hmm. and then when we cut and then when we start the game, he's like in his twenties. I would say he's like maybe eleven or twelve. Eleven or twelve. As a Padawan. Okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah, kind yeah. of the vibe I got. That and would then make like, sense. And then like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So at least five to seven years after the purge, I would say something like that. Something yeah, like yeah, yeah. That. Um. So I just wanted to put that out there because that's kind of important to set the stage no, for where sure. this game is occurring because it's after the purge of the Jedi's. So they're all all of the ones that are surviving are in hiding. Yes, like Cal. Yeah. Um, or dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're pretty much hiding or dead. Yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the Empire is in control of the most of the galaxy for for the most part. Yeah. At, at this point, the Empire has has taken mm-hmm. complete control of yeah. pretty much everything mm-hmm. and have created a unit of what they call the Inquisitors right. that are sent after that are their entire uh, purpose is to go out and try to hunt down the remaining Jedi right. and kill them. Right. <laughs> well, kill them or turn them into Inquisitors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, whatever is easier for them, as it turns pretty out. Much, yeah. So that's kind of the inciting incident uh, for the plot of what happens in Fallen Order is an Inquisitor shows up to get you. <laughs> yeah. 
And then you run... Two Inquisitors. Uh, two Inquisitors show up, yeah. yeah. That's one of my... I don't know why. It's a line that gets me. It's after, very clearly, Cal gets call, called out because he pulls out his lightsaber. And he gets chucked over to the Ninth Sister, which is the really... The really, bigger one, The, the yeah. bigger one. And she's holding him over the cliff edge and she goes, I found the Jedi! Yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah, we, we know. It was like, sure, you found him. Okay, fine. Her sense of humor was kind of really amusing to me, actually. It was lovely. Yeah, it was I really liked cool. it. Yeah. The it was... little bits of, like, humor and jokes in the game were, like, really, really well done. The writing is really, really good in this game. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, so... You get the fuck off of that planet, and then you mm. go meet the best robot ever, BD-1. BD-1 <laughs> is so... Oh my god. He's I just... I, I don't know how to explain it, other than he's just the most... The most puppy dog perfect, just like, robot companion you can have mm-hmm. in a game. Yeah. And just like, the little moments of like, his and Cal's interactions when they're running around and stuff are some of my favorite stuff. You, you know what it is, um, mm. and I've only just thought about it, um, like... R2-D2 has, like, an attitude and a personality, mm-hmm. you know, that you you know is R2. Um, and so does BB-8. Yes. But they don't have the mobility to express like BD-1 does. That is true. You know, like, and for all intents and purposes, he's just a pair of legs and a face Yeah. BD-1. Yeah. Um, but he, they get a lot of emotion out of that oh my simple God. animation, really. Whoever was in charge, whatever team who specifically was in charge of animating BD-1... Fucking props. Absolutely. Holy shit. You know what helps too is the ears. The little, His the little, little antenna yeah, ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that helps a lot. There's a lot of expression that's coming from that robot, which is oh, why yeah. we're probably gravitating towards him so much. Oh, probably. But for he sure. is the cutest. He is the cutest thing. <laughs> Never you give him like an upgrade or a new stamp pack, he does his like his little dance and gets all excited. Can we talk um, about the love story between Cal Kestis and BD1 too? I mean... Uh, I don't want to call it a love story because I just compared BD1 to a puppy dog. So I'm like, and that was way more the vibe that I got from it. So no, I know. Like, no, I know. I know. I know, but I know. Better love story than Twilight. Uh, you know. Anything's a better love story than Twilight. Um, Cal loves that little guy so much. He does. And that's like my you, favorite thing about it. I know. Him. Like when you get separated in the, the prison, the bounty guard bounty oh, yeah. prison. And he's just, where's BD? Where's BD1? It's like his ultimate goal. And like, I was sad too. I was like, is BD going to get it? Like, I can't do this. If, if something bad happened to BD1, I would have broken my game. Uh-huh. I had it digitally downloaded, but I would have somehow pulled it out of my system and broken uh-huh. it with my bare hands. It's that, it's that meme of Rosa from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I have just gotten BD1, and if anything happens to him, I will kill you. I will kill everyone in this room and then myself. And then myself. Yeah. It's exactly, it's exactly what it yeah. is. You immediately are just kind of like, I would die for this tiny robot. Like, Absolutely. Right away. Um, <laughs> and none of that is to discredit the rest of the crew that you no, have. No, not at all. Though, because still just like some of the most interesting characters that i've seen um and anything star wars related particularly in games because just like i'm forever fascinated by uh sears uh sarah sarah sear sear uh sarah who is who is another uh jedi who has been hiding out but she was a jedi master originally who through some basically basically through torture was um forced to kind of lose her connection well she made a connection to the dark side of the force which made her cut off her own connection to the force in general because she didn't want to risk risk having to go through that again Mm -hmm. this and just another just like there is no just real quickly here for for any star wars fans this is not like a light star wars story necessarily it's not as heavy as rogue one is but 
there's no character in this story that's just sort of like, oh, I'm just happy to be here. You know, like, <laughs> that doesn't really exist in this game. Even Grease, who was, like, the most, like, I would say, primarily, like, comic, like, comic relief focused character mm-hmm. of the game, also has, he, he's a broke gambler. Like, yeah. yeah. So there's really no one in this game that you can look at and be like, where's, like, the general relief for, like, just making it feel a bit easier? Oh, Honestly. it's, it's, nowhere to be found mm-hmm. honestly it's bd1 <laughs> yeah but even him it's like you find out yeah. towards the end of the game that he sacrificed his own core memories in order to continue uh the the mission the mission of um of Eno cordova yeah cordova thank you mm-hmm. yeah so that's the thing too was that as you're going through this game you're con- you're you're following along in the footsteps of another jedi master who has right. been able to figure out you're, you're searching for this holocron that has all the names of any Force-sensitive children that the Jedi Academy knew of before the fall of the Jedi. Right. So you're trying to get to that before the Empire gets to it. Right. Which is all of the lovely questions that get posed in terms of, like, how to handle that and, how and like, what would you do with the kids once you find them? Is it better to take them in and start training them mm-hmm. or to just let them exist and make sure that nobody yeah. knows who they are? Yeah. So let's let's back up a little bit sure, and kind of connect course. connect the dots. We're so, a little I'm a little all over the place. So my apologies. <laughs> no, we talked about a lot of characters, but let's just kind of like connect the dots. I think so. Yes. Um, you you get kind of ousted by the Inquisitors on mm-hmm. Braca, and you're running away because uh, they know that you're a Jedi now. Uh, and you get picked up by Seer and Grease, who we talked about. They're like, come with us. Uh, yeah. And you're like, uh, okay, you're not the Inquisitor, so sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they take you off to this planet called Bogano. Um, where they tell you about, oh, there's this holocron from the Jedi, it's locked up, it's got a list of Force-sensitive children on it, and if we get it, then we can rebuild the Jedi Order. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the um, the overall main goal of, of the game is to, okay, get in, you know, get whatever we need to open the vault, get in there, get the holocron, and one, prevent the Empire from getting it so that they can't go after all of these Force-sensitive children. Yeah. And then also, now we have the name so we can rebuild the Jedi Order. Yeah. And so it's kind of twofold. Um, And along the way, you get stopped by a whole host of CD villains. Do you want to start talking about them? Oh, my God. So let's just go ahead and start with uh, the the, um, Inquisitors, first of all. And Mm -hmm. genuinely, one of the more interesting, like, main villains of a game and within within the Star Wars universe itself that I love is um, we've got the, well, she's, she's the, is she the second sister? Are you talking about... I'm talking about Trilla. Trilla. I'm She's gonna be the talking second about... sister. She's the second sister. So the only ones that we meet in this game... Sorry, just clarifying real quick. <laughs> the only sisters we really meet in this game are the second, second and the ninth sister, ninth. right? Okay. Interesting. That just hit me. Okay. Yeah, so... The... There's a lot of other sisters. Yeah. Maybe. So <laughs> he, your, your, primary, your primary baddie, your main villain for this game is a woman named Trilla, who you, through the course of the game you find out was a Padawan of Seer before the fall of the Order... And then when she was captured, she was tortured into becoming one of the Inquisitors. Like I said, there there are no happy characters in this game. <laughs> it is all ab- it is all about trauma, guys. That's that is what this game is. Um, and it's it's my favorite kind of villain for uh, across anything because we we kind of touched on a little bit when we were talk when we did our Ori in the Blind Forest episode previously. Is that I love to hate a villain. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. I love like. Primary examples of, like, people like the Joker and shit like that where you're just kind of like, there is nothing redeeming. I just want to watch you get murdered in this and whatever I'm doing. Um, 
there's something much more interesting to watch in the sympathetic villain. Mm-hmm. And Trilla fits that to a point. Absolutely. Because you are actively working against what they want. However, <laughs> once you discover and know what they've gone through, you cannot help but feel sorry for them. And I love that that is expressed through Cal as well in the game. Is that there's points where he after he knows after he knows what happens, he does at the end of the game he does look at her and go like, "I know you're in a lot of pain. I get that. This isn't the way to handle that pain." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you, what, what did you think of Trilla as a, as a character? In Honestly, life? like uh, my first thought was like the voice actress for Trilla is incredible. So fucking good, and she's written. so so well this, <laughs> like, just a shout out to this <clears throat> cast in general everyone honestly not a missed note in the fucking game no they're not at all. so good and i also know that it's not just the voice acting because a lot a lot of this game was mocap oh definitely like for sure probably 99 percent of it was mocap. easily yeah, this, yeah, yeah you like pay attention to the credits there's like a bunch of actors named and then there's like stunts people named yeah. like they they out here doing that you oh know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah so like that was my first thought was like oh my god trilla is one being acted incredibly well and oh my also god. has been written so very well this script is so fucking solid for mm-hmm. this game the writing is just on point it feels like we talked about it a little bit before, but just, like, everything about this game feels like Star Wars, which to me is, mm-hmm. you mentioned it too, just, like, it's such an achievement to make something feel like the uh-huh. genre it's meant to be in, but still feel mm-hmm. different and interesting enough to where you're not just, like, I'm just, I'm looking at the same steps I've already seen before, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, truth to tell you, I was, like, waiting for the, like, reveal of Trilla as the second sister, because... There was, like, a point of her wearing a helmet and, like, not revealing her identity at the beginning of the game. And then there was this, like, very dramatic moment where Cal was like, well, what happened to your Padawan Trilla? And Seer was like, she died. Oh, yeah, And it was, like, very much like, no, she didn't. She didn't die, you fucking liar. And it's very Star Wars to, like, have the big baddie be the person That's that's what I was going to say. Like, Like, it's so Star Wars. If you've seen a Star War, you know, (laughs) like, you know what the drill is. Exactly. So... Honestly, if someone's vague about what happened to somebody else in the universe, yeah. they're probably the bad guy now. But like, I don't think I think it was kind of on purpose because, oh yeah, like anybody playing this who's a fan of Star Wars, like would know, you yeah, know, that that was kind of the judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, once once I had those two bits of information, I was like, okay, so when are we gonna reveal it? Like, when when's it gonna happen? And it's gonna be like this dramatic thing for the characters. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me as the audience member, I know what's going on. Yeah, you know, I've got my finger on the pulse here. But when's it going to happen for the game? So it's yeah. kind of exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's, there, there, and I think that's, that's, again, a testament to the writing of it, too, is that you can see the steps coming, but still be excited when the yes. reveal happens. Yeah, absolutely. Because it doesn't matter. It's just like you want it because you go, okay, so I, I, I see what you're doing, but now I want to know how you did it. Yes. Exactly. Which is the, which to me is the more exciting part of it. Mm-hmm. It's like the reveal is cool, but like it's, it's how we got to the reveal is the more, more exciting part. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What about some of the other villains that we run into uh, along the cosmos? There's some other stuff we mentioned briefly. Uh, the the uh, the ninth sister, the ninth sister, who was the, the the actual character's name is me and I didn't put it in the outline. I'm so so it's sorry. Like Misa or Isa? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Basically, picture just like a a big yellow orc. That's the best way that I could put yeah, it. Honestly, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> who is 
the assumed to be sort of like the powerhouse of like the of of, of the Inquisitors and whatnot because the they're just <laughs> they're just a brute force and their fight is just that you are fighting mm-hmm. against just like pure strength and muscle. But they do wield a double sided lightsaber and use the force. So like <laughs> yeah, they're so, a force wielder too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not saying like not dangerous because no, they're just like, like a big meathead. Right. It's take a roided out meathead, but give them magic powers as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a barbarian that multi-class and sorcery, pretty much. Exactly. exactly. So I'm getting this. <laughs> stuff. Love that. Um, but even with that one, the small reveals you get from that character too. Also, it all just lends into just like how nobody wanted to be an inquisitor. Is <laughs> basically the kind of gist yeah. of what it is, yeah. which is again, it just makes it way more and more and more tragic. Mm-hmm. Of just like how, uh, just uh, ugh, just basically taking children and torturing them into doing things. Um, but then on the opposite end of those two and presumably the rest of the Inquisitors, because there's at least nine, supposedly. Supposedly. Supposedly nine. Um, you've also got guys out there who I also find interesting, like Malakos, who you find on... Uh, Dathomir. On, yeah, the dead Dathomir, who was also another Jedi who essentially just, like, saw shit going bad and fucking cut and run mm-hmm. and bounce and just, like, hid the best he could, but also sat in pursuit of that power again. So it's like the best way I could kind of picture Malakos is that he was somebody who was a Jedi who seemed good and upstanding, but was really there just like for, but didn't realize he was there for the power and the prestige of being a Jedi and being able to use that shit. And then when that got cut off from him, he just looked for the next way in order to get yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, he's the one villain in the game that I was just kind of like, yeah, no, I don't want you around. I don't feel sympathetic for you at all. I, oh yeah, I, just I didn't feel bad gone. for the guy. I didn't yeah. feel bad for the guy yeah. at all. Yeah. I just want, I just want this over with so we can move on, please. Yeah. I just felt like that character and the tone of that character was a little incongruous with the rest of the villains, which is okay. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, I, I don't have time for you. <laughs> Bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think they wanted something that was sort of like you kind of have all with him. You kind of have like all three of the points of like what could happen. You have Cal who just goes and. Or, like, four four points, right? Because you have Cal who goes and hides. Sarah who cuts herself off completely so she mm. doesn't end up on the dark side. You have uh, Trilla who ends up on, who ends up on the dark side. And then you have someone like Malakos who is just, who is just, he doesn't really care about, like, good, bad, like, the good, good side of the forest, bad side of the forest is just looking for power, period. And it's like, however he can get it, whether that was from the Jedis or from... Um, abusing the abusing yeah. the, the night sisters' powers and right. using their magic and whatnot is is also a good one. Since we brought him up, let's talk about the whole night sister plot. On I was like, too. I was like, this is cool. Yeah. Um. And I was told after the fact that the night sisters featured more prominently in the uh cartoon Clone Wars. That yeah, series. yeah, 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 yeah. From what I know, and I was like, that's fucking cool. And there was a Sith Lord that was a night sister. Yes. In Clone Wars, and also Dathomir is the planet that Darth Maul is from. It's what they, yeah, it's he's like the same species or like alien as the Knight Brothers, mm-hmm. who I assume are like related to the Knight Sisters or are the same species. I don't know. I didn't quite understand that. I was like, from, from from what I was able to get from that is that they all kind of were under, like I think they were sort of like different tribes. Like you had the Knight Sisters and the Knight Brothers, but they didn't. They weren't like necessarily like. Mm. combative towards each other okay. until Malakos showed up and got uh. no but the Nexus were already dead by that point though yeah because there was the because they were a part of not the purge they were part of another battle that happened earlier yeah the Jedi came and yeah the like, Jedi came and did some and did some yeah. horrible shit 
Yeah. Yeah. That's... We'll get back to you guys on that. <laughs> Clearly, we are not Star Wars aficionados. There's, like, somebody watching right now that knows all of the who answers. Who is just pulling their hair That around. is, like, screaming at the screen right now. We know who it is. It's our friend David. <laughs> Should have consulted him as an expert sorry, on this. Dave. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, dude. Sorry. My bad. You tried. You tried to teach me these things, and I was not listening. <laughs> um, I really wanted to know more about the Night Sisters, though. Same. As it's somebody, a fascinating part of the as, story. As a person who's consumed a minimal amount of Star Wars content, being like the movies and Force Unleashed, yeah, and Shadows of the Empire, mm-hmm. um, I when I was presented with the Night Sisters, I was like what the fuck is this about? Like, yeah. more Force users that have, like, cool magic witchy powers? Like, I want to know more about that. Like, there's what necromancy in Star Wars? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was shook. Oh, yeah, yeah. It throws yeah. you off at first. Yeah. yeah. Me too, because I, I know a little bit. I've, I've kind of dived in a little bit more just, like, from the games and some of the stuff, too. Um, but just, like, I know I knew nothing about the Night Sister. So mm, even I, so yeah. I was looking at going, like, what the fuck is this shit? This is cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 I uh can we also talk about how the zombified night sisters had like wings or something like something like sprouting out of their backs into their back or yeah, something. There was something really That must have happened after death cuz they don't have wings. Yeah, that was something else real fucking I was nasty like, that was going oh, on. Man. This is a cool design. <laughs> I think that that's what it is about that about that pl- the, the plot line on Dothamir that is so it, it feels like it's not that it doesn't feel right in the universe. It's just such a different take within the Star Wars universe. And I think yeah. that, like, like we were talking about just like the general, like, Star Wars fan would think about it. It's like, it's a little bit... It's like, it is just like the gothic kid's take on Star Wars. It's like, <laughs> kind of what a... Go- yeah. And I mean that in the best... Look at me. I mean that in the fucking best way possible. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that sincerely in the nicest way possible. But it is like, it is something where it's like, it's just adjacent enough to what you're used to that makes you go oh okay mm-hmm. you can you there is something else different yeah. that you guys can do with interesting okay mm-hmm. and it also again it just helps expand the universe and expand like our knowledge of it and whatnot, which is always fun mm-hmm. it's really weird um it how do i want to put this mm-hmm. you have other societies uh, other like cultures and tribes and like species in the star wars galaxy yeah that are both old and new like the Ewoks or the Wookiees. You have, yeah. like, these big, like, sprawling tree buildings, you know? And it seems like, oh, this is from, like, a bygone age. But then they also have, like, flying machines, like, spaceships and blasters and things. So it's a weird kind of old meets new thing that you've always had with a lot of the species and cultures on in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, And that applies to the Night Brothers and the Night Sisters, too, I think, because... Like the Knight Brothers that you're fighting, it's it's all of these old like wooden structures and yeah. like, these old like cities and like cave paintings, you yeah. know things. But then they also have like energy weapons. Yeah, they, they, they have like they have they have what looks like bow and arrow, bow and arrow, but, but it's a, but but, it, but it's a yeah. laser that fires out exactly. At you. So that I think is what brings it in line with the other things that we've seen from Star Wars for sure. Just enough like to kind of keep it just enough, yeah, yeah. Because if you did have it like, but. Because if you did have, like, the Ewoks who are straight up using, like, old school tech with, like, bows right. and arrows and, mm-hmm. like, shit like that, it would feel a little yeah out of place in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense. Because you'd have, what, them fighting 
the Empire with their AT-ATs and their guns. Like, that would be messed up. Man, my God. Can you imagine if you did a whole movie where it was just, like, some creature you didn't know about that just, like, was using old-ass technology, <laughs> yeah. defeating, the, defeating basically fucking space Nazis with insanely advanced technology, and somehow a bunch of teddy bears took that took them down? That'd be nuts. <laughs> Yikes. That'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> well, we've talked about uh, characters, and we talked a little bit about the mm-hmm. plot. Let's talk a little bit about playing the game and some of our favorite moments from it. There's just, there's there's nothing bad, I think, that can be said about the gameplay in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, it's frustrating at times, but that's by design of them making you be like, it is going to be so much more satisfying when you pull this shit off. After struggling and fighting with it for so long. Absolutely. And in particular, I think you're referring to the fighting. Absolutely. The, yeah. the lightsaber fighting in particular mm-hmm. is like, yeah. it is It is showing, it is, to me, how, like, I have, I am not trying to brag here, I have a very, very minimal experience when it comes to, like, training and stuff like this and whatnot. Um, I worked with some, I, I trained with some MMA fighters when I was a kid in Iowa. I've done, I did karate for a lot of times, so I'm used to, like, sparring and grappling and oh, stuff sure. like that. Yeah. And... To me, at least the way that I always approach it is like this game to me kind of, at least how I played it anyway, fits to me the best way how you approach a fight. It is walking up and going, okay, <laughs> Let's, what can I do here? Mm-hmm. And it's like taking the moment to be like, it's three guys with blasters, there's two dudes with just like energy weapons who are going to walk up and wreck my shit. That guy's, that, that, that's, that's a fucking, uh, that's, that's a purge trooper. Okay, and let's just suss out our best strategies we can yeah. here but then also abandoning it entirely and just going off, off the off the fucking fly yeah there's you have to like triage the situation a little bit and go okay i'm gonna get my day wrecked by those guys with blasters yep. so let me deflect their blaster bolts kill them first mm-hmm. uh take out any robots that are in the area because robots always need to die first <laughs> fucking robots <laughs> especially the security droids the security droids are a bitch, mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, and then after that, most dangerous melee combatant. Yes, I agree with that. And then strategy. everybody else. <laughs> and then everybody else, because yeah. it's just fodder at that point. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there was a definite. There was a definite good way to go about fighting in this game, and a definite bad way. Yeah, there's also the impatient way, <laughs> which is the bad way, yeah. <laughs> which is my way. <laughs> anytime, anytime I got my ass kicked in a fight, it was because I lost patience and I just yeah. wanted to get oh, it done quickly. And it just, percent, and it didn't work. The game doesn't, the game, the game pretty much tells you it's kind of like, you can't just like yeah. hack and slash your way through most of these fights. No, not there's a couple at the beginning you could, you could get away with that on, but yeah, I don't know. Just like the, 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 the first place you go to, not, not Zepho. What's the, Logano? Is Bogano the first one you go to? The first temple you visit and whatnot? Where you find BD1? Yeah, Bogano. Bogano. Okay, thank you. Yeah, just like go in there. There's a there's a little side path you can take that puts you in this little dark room with one of the big frog creatures. Yes. But it's the one that's got the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime Ogda, you run into something Ogda, that has a, Yeah, anytime you run into something with a name in the game, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that's just general rule of thumb. Anything with a name means it's a fight that's going to suck and you're going to die a lot on it. Yeah. First time going to that, I was like, oh, intro boss fight. We'll be fine here. 100% not fine. Just <laughs> kick my ass. And, yep. But but then it, the game does this mean thing too, which I don't, I don't know how intentional it is or if it's anybody but me. But then the first time that happens, I was like, okay, I don't care what happens else, whatever else happens in this game now. My mission now is to kill this thing. Fuck the galaxy. Fuck the kids. I am killing this giant frog thing and nothing else happens until this is fucking done. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> 
I agree. I 100% agree with yeah. that sentiment. Because I did the same thing, but only with the the albino yotas, I think it's called, on um, on Zepho. The big, like, hulking guy that, like, swings at you. Oh, I hate that yeah, thing. Yeah, those things were annoying. That thing's annoying because there's no, like, there's no strategizing for its movement. And that thing nope. is fucking chaos. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what you want to do. Um, at least Frog thing you could predict a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Um, which brings me to my one gripe about the game. Aha. Uh-huh. Is that uh, Cal is the Jedi that cannot fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> he is the slowest goddamn Jedi in the galaxy. He really is. I... And, and I know, like, there's things that you can do. Yeah. But a lot of times I'm just like, move. <laughs> like... There was a lot of moments, like, again, hearkening back to our episode we, we just did about uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, there's a lot of moments where I just wanted to grab him and just be like, Cal, I fucking love you, but listen, <laughs> when I push block, that means block! <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Getting, learning how to parry is such a yeah. learning curve. Yeah. But probably the most effective learning curve to get through because, like, parrying attacks is just, there's no, I'm not, there's, there's no, it's... You need to learn how to parry in, the, in this fucking game. So get this. I was on, um, I was playing through and I was on uh, Kashyyyk 2. So when you, mm, go, mm, when you go to Kashyyyk mm-hmm. for the second time and I got this achievement that was like parried 100, uh, parried 100 yeah, yeah, uh, nice. enemies. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. Like whatever. And our editor uh, was watching and he was like, oh I didn't even get that achievement. I never did that. And I was like, how? how did you, go, you, know, get, get, you got through the whole game without pairing on. Garrett, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what? what how? How? <laughs> I was I was shocked. Watch, we're going to get like a thousand people now somehow. This will be our episode that blows up. Right. A thousand people were stuck. I never <laughs> used parry in the whole fucking game. And I beat on the, on the hardest difficulty. Right. Exactly. Nightmare difficulty. Yeah. One life. Like, You're just yeah. like, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, clearly this is not uh, the type of game that uh, I will be good at. So, ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as part of that too, just like, and, 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 and to kind of use this as a, use this as a jumping point, I think part of that goes, the slow movement for Cal I think part of that goes along with it. They really wanted to make sure they didn't make a game that felt like Forced Unleashed. Because that was the last equivalent, that at least that I had, in terms of like yeah. using a lightsaber, using the Force yeah. as a Force user in the game and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And this is very much not that tone, not no. that feel. So I think no. they were doing as much as they could to make sure that it didn't feel like that. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in Forced Unleashed, I love the game. I love the first Force Unleashed game. It's so much fun. But it is like... You start the game being able to yoink TIE Fighters off of like yeah. the thing. So it's yeah. like, eh... Bit of a different feel. This one's a little bit more yeah. reserved in its yeah. use of the force and whatnot. But I like that it scaled up over time. It did. It, it was did, like, it did. okay, you can start, you can like push one enemy and then, oh, okay, push a few enemies and then even more. You know, I liked that it kind of scaled up as Cal in the story was healing his connection to the force. I yeah. thought that was like really good like storytelling through the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Know? I love that stuff too. Oh. oh, and the little flashbacks to like him as like a young Padawan training yes! and whatnot. And like remembering those things about yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I didn't put him on here, but to take two seconds here, I want to talk about his master really quickly here. Jora Patal, I Jorah... think. Jorah Tapal. Tapal, thank you. Is just oh, he's not. <laughs> a really well balanced character because he 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 is the no bullshit, we train, we do this, you work hard, da-da-da-da-da, you know, like, eat your oats and then you come out and train, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what I'm going for on that one, but anyway. Eat your oats like a good horse. <laughs> like a good horse. 
You know what I'm trying to say. Just, just like, you know, eat your protein and then get the training. Here's your lightsaber. Yeah. Here's your oats. And you're a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Fucking trying to move on so we get past the John Mulaney reference. I felt coming. I couldn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was right there. Yeah. But just like a, a, a wonderful balance of like the no bullshit like master trainers. Like you got to fucking work hard to get to where you need to be. But also still feel like a very sympathetic an empathetic character within the universe. So you could tell, like, cares about Cal yeah. and cares about the Jedi Order and whatnot. Absolutely. So just, we didn't mention him earlier, so I just want to give him a quick shout-out. Yeah, out. yeah. And just, like, those sections of the game were just, like, fun, delightful parts. Right up until the last one you go to when you're going through and you can, like, go talk to the clone troopers and, like, you high-five one and oh shit. Oh, my God, yes. And I'm just like, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. This is going to suck so much. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. And then the trauma hits. <laughs> and then the trauma hits. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, and then the trauma hits. <laughs> but that's, to, yeah, no, I, I was just going to say, that's it's a really good moment because it's cool to like see yet another moment of the purge. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, especially like if you are a Star Wars fan, it's always cool to see like more, more facets of a really influential and mag- magnanimous event that occurs yeah. in oh, the yeah. universe. It is probably the most important moment that happens in Star Wars. Oh, no, absolutely. Because it sets off the whole next part of the trilogy, oh, yeah. and it's like, it, it's what spawns all, it's what spawns the Rebellion, all this other stuff and whatnot, so right. it's like, yeah. yeah. To get more aspects on that, but also not... It, just adding more more texture to it is good too because it's not like you're watching something and going like ah, I've seen this I know what this is right. you know what I mean right. it's a no- it's like you said you said it yourself it's another aspect to it too mm-hmm. that's really cool to look at yeah 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 absolutely and just and and just like to talk about just like to kind of keep going on about like the use of the force in the game and whatnot it's cool because it's like you said it yourself it's like as you regain your connection you feel more powerful but this game never makes you feel overpowered. Mm-mm. Like you're never Vader no, walking through rooms and just slamming people against the walls and shit like certainly that. Certainly does not do that. <laughs> yeah, but you do feel more capable as you play the game. Absolutely, like your skills do grow, and mm-hmm. that feeling is very, very satisfying and present throughout the game. So just in that design too, anything that makes like learning skills in the game feel like it's integral to the plot, I absolutely applaud in the video game because mm-hmm. it's so cool the way that way they yeah. make it feel that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to talk about some of our other favorite moment, moments, like, um, like especially when he goes through the mirror, uh, uh, in in the vault? Yeah. Before he gets a holocron. Yeah. That whole that whole segment is that whole sequence of just so basically, um, you get to you you get to a section of the game where you're about to get control of the holocron that has all the force sensitive children's names in it, and through that connection with the force, as as any Star Wars fan knows. Um, you are, you, you, every Jedi kind of gets a sense of what happens in the future and what can happen presently in front of them. Um, but I think in this moment, the idea is that like this kind of heightens that and lets you kind of really take a step and look forward into what can possibly happen. And so you get this insight of Cal taking the holocron and gathering the, 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 the children whose names are in it and trying to reestablish the Jedi order, but then the empire and the inquisitors still find them and show up and you get one of the greatest fucking reveals oh, so ever in a, a TV show, game, movie, fucking whatever. This moment's so good. So a mechanic in the game is that in any dark area, 
you can turn on your lightsaber and hold it up and basically use it as like a flashlight to get through things. I'm realizing we didn't say spoilers ahead. Major spoilers. <laughs> so many like, spoilers. If you're gonna this. play this game, do not listen any further. Don't listen. Just stop. Because this is the first time. You it, don't want to be first ruined time on this. happened to me. I gasped. It's oh, so it's good. So good. So if you've never played it, stop now and go play the game, please. Yep. I am begging you. It is on Game Pass. Go fucking play it, please, please. Okay, I think that's enough warnings before we yeah, get into this. Yeah, that's good. But so you're going through. So you're going through that, and you get to the point of which that like you're. Now going through like an empire ship, it's like and, very empire-y, and you've seen like flashes of the kids that you were training, like like locked up like in prison, locked up, getting tortured, a torture device, the whole thing, and then you get locked in this little hallway between two doors, and all the lights go off, and either you know instinctively at this point to turn on your lightsaber and use the lights, or a little prompt has been says, yeah. turn your lightsaber, but now. Your saber is red, and you are in full Inquisitor garb, and you're just kind of like, oh my god. Like, it just, it just, it's such a good punch, and everything in you is, is just like, I don't want this. I don't want right. this at all. This is, no. I mean, unless you're fucked up, and, you, and you're one of those weird people who like watching people turn to the dark side, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so... Finessed because yes. you're not expecting it in the slightest because the game hasn't done anything like that. No sort of reveal or that whole segment really up until this point. So this yeah. whole segment, you're just kind of walking through. You're not yeah. hiding anything. Very like linear. And, it, 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 and it has had story. like kind of trippy dream sequences throughout the game, so that that doesn't come out of nowhere. Sure, but like sure, but especially with the like the lights go out and then, then they come back up, everything's kind of different. Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Having your lightsaber change color, like it's so. So good. It's so perfectly well done. And again, the use of it being, uh, a, a, like, I think that moment would work well in a movie. Mm. If you shot it, it would work great in a movie. But something about you doing it yourself, it's what we always talk about, that feeling of being truly immersed being in a video game of, and yeah, being a part yeah, of it. Yeah. And, you, and, you, and making you do the control that makes the reveal happen is so, so is good. so fucking yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked a little bit about, like, the paddle one training stuff, so... Um, this kind of goes into both, but just about, like, gameplay and favorite moments, but just, I'm a big Tomb Raider fan, not mm-hmm. the original games, the the, the reboot uh, trilogy that, that, that they did recently. Sure. Something else we should do for the podcast, by the way. Oh, okay. Throwing that out there. <laughs> um, just, like, so, to say that I love the platforming in this game, to me, it means something, because, like, tomb, the Tomb Raider and Uncharted games, to me, hit platforming in a 3D world perfectly, mm-hmm. and absolutely nailed it. This game is so fucking good when it comes to just, like, running around and jumping between, like, platforms and stuff like that and exploring and doing... Mm-hmm. I understand there's a bit of frustration because sometimes the exploration does isn't always as fruitful as you would mm-hmm. hope it might be in this mm-hmm. game. Yeah. But I just, especially on this one, just found the act of exploring just to be super satisfying. It's why it took me so long to beat it, honestly, because I just would find myself wandering around going, like, well, what's over here? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a lot to explore in the game, too, mm-hmm. as a thing. I have, like, one little nitpicky thing about the platforming, mm-hmm. I and it's really nitpicky because I think you're right. I think it's really, really good Yeah. Uh, for the most part. I, I wish that the, like, beams that you could walk on, I wish the hitbox was, like, a little bit wider or that you homed in a little bit more on them. Yeah. Because I found, like, a few times I would, like, be jumping from, like, one beam to the yeah. next. You and know, that lineup will fuck you up sometimes. And you, like, yeah. can't just, like, line it up and I'm like... Get- Fuck, come on, like, yeah. you know. You, game, you know what I was trying to do here. Yeah, exactly. Why are you being a dick about this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nope, I, nope, I get that. And That's I also so have nitpicky. That same it's, it's really nitpicky, and it doesn't affect you badly, really, when you fall off. 
uh, terribly. So it doesn't. I will say, if there's one area that they were nice to be for kind of forgiving on it is just like falling off of shit. Absolutely. It just like resets you right where you were before and it's just like you lost yeah. some health, keep going. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on, you you got this. <laughs> yeah. But while we're talking about just like just the running and jumping in this game, uh last part of the game uses it excellently in your run away from again, spoilers, because this is also an incredible fucking reveal in this in this game. Yeah. So if you're still listening and you want to experience this first off, stop it. <laughs> um <laughs> Because you, the last chunk of the game is you running away from fucking Darth Vader. It's honestly, it's a really nice kind of reward. Yeah, it really is. A weird <laughs> At the way. end of the game, it's like, and the the real bad guys here too. Like, you know, <laughs> you're important yeah. enough that that Vader will come for you. Yeah. Vader will show up and push yeah. your shit in basically. Exactly. And it's, exactly. And it's just uh, don't appreciate how it's like. We're gonna fight Vader <laughs> at first because you just got off that really, really difficult fight with Trilla. Yes, right before, um, which is a rough fight. The fight with Trilla is rough, satisfying as hell once you get it down, but it's a rough fight. Yeah, but you're coming off of that. You have no health, no health stims at all. Yeah, you know, no force. You like half dead, uh, and then Vader comes in, and it make like the game makes you think you're gonna fight Vader. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like, not just kidding. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 survival horror time. Go. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> And it's just like I love. Oh, I, I'm such a fan of anything within Star Wars that truly like represents Vader as the terrifying presence that he fucking truly is. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is a dude that the that the Emperor has to keep in check at all times because he knows if Vader turns, he's fucking done. Yeah. Because the moment Vader does turn, the Emperor's fucked and done. So. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, it's full of the movies that are like no, fifty uh, fucking years old at this point. More oh than that. God, are they fifty? No. They came out in the late sixties. No, they didn't. They came out no, they in the eighties. No, they didn't. The sixties, Jordan. Originally this I will fucking we will Google this shit. Look it up. Right now. A New Hope came out in like eighty four. No. A new hope come out okay 1977 we were both wrong oh wow we were both way way wrong as it turns out okay when did the next one come out that would have been like the 80s okay because if that was 77 and at least like a couple years between like yeah 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 and that was the 80s 77 that's 77 yeah okay it wasn't the 60s it wasn't the 80s either (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so it's uh 77 so 3 23 43. It's 44 years old. 44 years old. I was close. I said like 50 years old. I was <laughs> over. I understand if Price is Right rules, I lost, but <laughs> I was still close. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, back on point. <laughs> oh, man. Why aren't we a top-rated podcast? <laughs> Which is like wonderful insights like that. Just stop in the middle of the episode to go, when did the fucking Star Wars come hey, out? Sometimes you need to stop your podcast in its tracks and figure some shit to out. figure stuff out. <laughs> um, the last thing that I want to talk about, we can keep going if you want, but the last little thing that I want to talk about, and just like it's, it's always my favorite parts of any games like this. Anything that has to do with like a like a crew or like a party of people working together is yeah. just watching like the bonds grow. Like watching Cal with Sarah and Grease, and then later on with Marin when she shows up on the crew and whatnot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and of course BD One. I will. Mm-hmm. always bring up BD-1 because they make a point in the game at one point during a scene of dialogue is that Sarah goes he's a part of the crew he's not just a droid BD-1 is a part of this goddamn crew <laughs> and he will address them as such <laughs> and it's just like I don't know just like watching the bonds grow and like kind of mm-hmm. like connect together with each other because 
something that immediately was interesting to me with with, with uh, this game. And so, and again, more stuff we're talking about within this game that we should talk about earlier. Um, but Cal's main connection to the Force is through the echoes that that, that he mm-hmm. finds, which are these like these little like leftover like patches of memory, I guess as you would call them. Yeah, that is like his unique Force abilities that he can find these. And listen to them and connect through right. them. The idea is he can like touch an object and like like into it like a memory associated with it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so and it again it, it hit me on this run through that I was kind of like, oh, we are what we we are playing through a game with a Jedi whose main power is empathy. It is being able to empathize with somebody else's pain and trauma by listening to their memories and understanding what they're going through. And I just think that that's. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that's interesting because, like, that is something that I've always found to be, like, just speaking outside the game, just, like, as humanity as a whole, is that it's, like, empathy is one of the best tools that we have. And in, in, in just, like, as human beings is that we can connect with each other without fully understanding each other. It's, like, you can share experience with me and I won't understand exactly what you went through, but I can understand what that caused you and how it's made you the person that you are today. Yeah. And so I just love that the fact that the game is, like, it's all about just being able to, it's just going, like, Listen, our past is our past. Our mistakes are our mistakes. That None of that stuff goes away. But it is how we move forward and learn that we are not alone in this pain and in this struggle. I just, I don't know. Especially for something that is a AAA title in, a, in just a very marketable franchise that didn't need all of, didn't need that in order to yeah. like make sales mm-hmm. just based on name and title alone. Mm-hmm. It's just like... And within that too, there's like the effort of the gameplay and everything else that went yeah. into it, and the acting and the writing and whatnot. It's just like you should always put in the effort, but for something where you didn't need it and you definitely would have sold nice units, it's so nice to see still. Yeah, it's like the complete package. Yeah, it really, really is. Yeah. Just like all around, just like one of my favorite games. Yeah, super good. Yeah, super incredibly well made game. Mm-hmm. So just, I don't know, just thank you to the Fallen Order crew for putting together such a wonderful, wonderful fucking game. Now that we've just spent all of our time talking about how much we love Jedi The Fallen Order, now it's time to see how much of a real Star Wars fan Brendan is. Not, uh, admittedly, not very much. Josh, you are the master of all things Star Wars. Nope. You know all there is to know about it, so let's take let's take that knowledge for a test run, shall really we? Really don't, really don't. I have seen some of the movies one time. <laughs> I have, I have seen all of the movies. Right. And I've seen Rogue One. Yeah. Um, oh, Which I'm is sorry. One of the movies. Wait, wait. I, I've seen the first six movies. And I've seen the seventh one, which is called The One with Daisy Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett or somebody out there, please. I need that Photoshop of Star Wars, Star Wars the, the One, one with Daisy Ridley. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. I love it so much. Force Awakens. That's that's the one. It's Force Awakens. Um, but I haven't seen eight or nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, depending on what fan you talk to, just like you're doing yourself a favor on that one. But oh, (laughs) I'm just saying. Um. So anyway, point being is that for this game, I have created a list of just names. They're just names. Some of them are from Star Wars. Some of them are not. Um, anyone who's familiar with Star Wars knows that the entirety of the Star Wars universe has some ridiculous sounding fucking names. So, we're going to see how many... So, basically, I've got it split 
There's real Star Wars names and fake Star Wars names. We're going to see if Brendan can tell which cipher out the real Star Wars names versus the fake Star Wars names. This is going to be interesting. So bad. All right. Brendan. Uh-huh. Are you ready? I, yeah. I'm going to rely mostly on memory. Yeah. Like, if I've heard the name before, then I'm going to say, yeah, Star Wars name. And if I haven't heard it before, I'm going to say, no, it's fake. Okay. <laughs> that's my that's my strategy. Perfect. Going into this. We've got 20 names altogether. 20. 20. 20. God. You ready? Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Ben Mento. Ben Mento. Yes. No, that's fake. Uh, can't be real. I say fake. Fake Star Wars name. You're right. That's fake. Yes. Well done. <laughs> ha ha. My strategy's one. working so far. I'm going to just make sure that I delete these as we go along, too, so I don't get confused or lost. All right. The next one. Mm-hmm. Balin Lacken. Balin Lacken. Hmm. Uh, uh, also fake. Also fake. Damn, you're doing good so far. Yes. Okay. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. <laughs> All right. I was a professional all along. (laughs) All right. Slide Paramita. I'm going to say that that's a real one, and here's why. You had a hard time saying it. (laughs) So I think that it's real, because if it was something you came up with, you wouldn't have had a hard time saying it. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work on how I say these things. Yeah, that's a real one. Yes, that's a real one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm three for three. Yep. All right. Harlington Babu. Harlington Babu. I'm gonna say that's real because I think you sat there and looked at it and was like, "How am I gonna say this?" Is it that's real? a fake one. No. Yeah. Oh, well, okay, so know. it's. Three, you've gotten three, three. that's your first miss. Okay. (laughs) That's not bad. That's not bad. Still doing good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Arc Bumpy Roos. Surely not. Arc Bumpy Bumpy Roos. Roos. Can you you spell Bumpy Roos? B U M P Y Mm -hmm. R O O S E. Mm. I just, you know, mm, mm, I'm going to say fake. Same fake? Yeah. That is a real Star Wars name. No! Yep. Bumpy Roos. Bumpy Roos. He's a pod racer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, I didn't say where I was pulling these names from. <laughs> I also don't know where all of these are from. I kind of just went through like a Star Wars like Wikipedia list of names. Oh, great. I just know Arc Bumpy Roos because that name is insane. That is insane. That is an insane name. <laughs> all right. I thought, surely, no, you've thrown that in to throw me off. Maybe yep. I think that it's a real name. All right, and moving along, Ponch Bughen. That sounds familiar. I'm going to say real. It's fake. Damn it. I was, I took, what you're probably thinking of is Poe. Maybe. From Force Awakens, which is similar, and I did, I kind of wanted to play with that a little bit. I thought Ponch, I was like, that's a great name for a character. I know, right? Berg. Berg. It's so simple. Berg. Berg. Real. Yeah, that's a real one. Yes! <laughs> I think that's four now. <laughs> Something like that. I yeah. don't remember. Uh, uh, somebody keep count. <laughs> yeah, somebody else keep track. Hey, editor, <laughs> keep track for me. That's so mean. I know. Please keep Please count. Please keep track. <laughs> I appreciate you. Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Is that all one? Or is his first name Babu, last name Frick? I'll give you that one. First name Babu, last name Frick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say fake. 
That's a real one. Dang. He's from episode nine. Oh, he shows well, up. I haven't seen that. Just one of the ones you have not seen. <laughs> uh, Wallace Trillingham. Oh, uh, good old Wallace. Yes, real. <laughs> You're saying real? Yeah. Oh, that's fake. Damn it. That one was so the the uh, cow's master in the game, uh, whose name I already forgot. Joro Tapal. Joro Tapal. Um, that voice actor is Travis Willingham, so I just did a different version of his name. Is uh, You're doing you're doing better than I thought you were gonna do, honestly. Thank you. <laughs> All right, with my whole four correct, you're doing great. <laughs> uh, let's go, Mac Chatter. Is uh, Chatter spelled like Chatter, but with T's? Uh, C H A T E R. Oh, Chatter. Yes. Aha. Uh, I'm gonna say real. It's another fake one. Fuck. <laughs> Man, this is hard. You're doing good. You're doing fine. I was hoping that there would be some like easy ones thrown in here, like Jabba the Hunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah, that's a real that's one. A real one. <laughs> or like some obscure characters, too, even. like these um, are. What do you think all these are? That's all like, I did. Like Sebulba, or... That's not an obscure character. Oh, fine. <laughs> Zitan Maj. Real. Yep, that's a real one. Haha. Ha. Right. Five at I'm at now, maybe? I think so. Something like that. Five or so. Yeah. <laughs> uh Sod Kazi. Real. That is actually one of the developers from the game. Oh <laughs> so it is a real Star Wars name. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fine, you can count it if you want. <laughs> Alright. Mayo. Ma- what? Mayo. 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 M-I-O. M-Y-O. Yeah, that's a real name. Yep, yeah, you're right. Yes. It's a real one. I'm going to start kind of going through this a little bit faster. <laughs> Go for it. Mars Guo. Mars Guo. That sounds like a, a real name. Ma- like, I could see that being a real name. I'm going to say real. Okay, yeah. That's a Star Wars name. Yes. Uh, Jinho Jang. Jinho Jang. Is it like Jin Dash Ho? Uh, uh, no, uh, one one name. Uh, Jin Ho is one. Jin Ho. How you spelled it, but it's J I N H O, no dash. Okay. Jin Ho. What's last? Jang. As if that's gonna help me. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say fake. Fake Star Wars name. Damn it. You got it. Yes. I'm at like seven or eight now. You're doing good. I'm doing. Marvelously well yeah. <laughs> compared to what I thought I would I know, do. Right? Panda Boba. Panda Boba. Some of these are just fun to say. I think that's real. That's a real one. You're doing good, man. Yes. Oh, Mr. DJ. Oh, Panda Boba. <laughs> oh my god. Why does it work so well? <laughs> Can we get like some dancing lights for that part? <laughs> and we got Rats Tyrell. Rats Tyrell. What do they call you? Ah, I'm Rats Tyrell. <laughs> I thought it was more like, ah, oh, Rats Tyrell. Ah, oh, ah, oh, Rats Tyrell. Rats Tyrell. It's <laughs> the SpongeBob. No, it's for Rat too. Or, or it could be an exclamation like, Rats Tyrell. <laughs> if I was doing a name Tyrell, there's rats. Uh, <laughs> I say fake. Fake Star Wars name. Not real. It's another pod racer. Man! Man. Alright, we're getting on to the last few here. We're getting on to it. I wonder... Yeah, I'll go ahead and just tell you, because this will make it fun. 
There are three names left. We have two fake, one real. Okay. Okay. Are you going to give me all of them at the same time? Yeah, let's do that. Because okay. I just realized I made a mistake. Because if you... Oh. No, no, no. It's No, just like in saying that, because now you could just like do yeah, the Yeah, because if you like... If I did the... Yeah, first one, I would like now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give we'll me do all the last three. We'll do an ABC. We'll do an ABC. Great. Okay. okay. And I have to figure out which one of them is real. One real. Right? One one is real. One there real. we go. I like this. This is better. Okay. Great. Okay. Much so, better. A... L O S D. Okay. B. Dum Dum Dugan. C. Hemsen Brandhoon. Uh, I will repeat any that you would like me to repeat. I would. I would like you to repeat all of them, please. Okay. <laughs> we have L O S D. Dum Dum Dugan. Hemsen Brandhoon. Okay. I don't think it's. Hems and Brandhoon. Okay. Because it's close to my name. <laughs> I think you made that up. Close to my name. Uh, Dum Dum Dugan also seems like uh, like bait. Like, oh, it's so silly. It can't be real. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, L.O. Asti is the only one that sounds like it could vaguely be maybe a real name, which makes me also not want to pick it. You gotta pick one of these. I know. Uh, oh, this is gonna be so bad. Uh, I'm gonna go with L.O. Asti, and I really hope I'm right. You are correct. Yes! So, and you were right about the last one. I did just take your name and try to Star Wars a fight. Yeah. And I just, uh, it was a mean little thing I did. So, Dum Dum Dugan is a real name. Not in Star Wars, he's a Marvel character. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. It's doing the, the like, yeah, uh, it's, it's it's got the, the yeah, initialize yeah. the the Stanley thing. Yeah, the Stanley thing where it's all like yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. I get like three points for the last ones, right? Yeah, let's say that. Fine. Yeah, I'm not keeping like a score. So I don't know what that I does got for at them. least half then. You did. <laughs> I, I think you. I think you did better than both of us expected. Honestly, I certainly did better than I expected. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our episode on jedi fallen order um what did you guys think of the game was it a good installment into the star wars universe or was it just not the right fit for you let us know as always you can find us everywhere at 3bo podcast uh you can send us an email at 3bo podcast team at gmail.com as well if you have any ideas or suggestions for the show um please follow us on all of our social medias you can find us on tiktok on twitter on instagram on facebook everywhere um and be looking forward to the information we're going to be releasing about our Patreon. Um, and as always, make sure you comment, uh, like, subscribe, uh, like all of our posts everywhere. If you you know start following us and interact with us, like we're we're on there. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll talk to you. You know, if you want to like just like leave a little comment, we'll we'll respond to you. So um, you know, just get out there and interact with our content. It makes a huge difference. And we'll see you next time. Bye.